Uh, I heard you've you've su- you've suffered an injury, and I'm wondering if you oh, want yeah. to open this episode telling us about the uh, the recent injury you suffered. Well, how about I describe the injury as a notice to our dear listeners, <laughs> dear, yeah. dear listeners. Go ahead. If you've been drinking scotch all night long with a little <laughs> bit of whiskey because you're tasting stuff you've never had before. And it's late on a Friday night, and it reaches that 10 o'clock hour. Now, typically, your doctor will tell you that nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Well, I'll tell you, nothing good happens after 10 p.m. Yeah. After you've been drinking scotch and a little bit of whiskey. So don't run a 40-yard dash with your friends and hyperextend both your arms. Don't do How that. How about that for a cold opening? I love, I love the idea of a doctor giving you advice about a night of drinking only scotch. Listen, Doc, I've been drinking only scotch. You got any pointers for that, buddy? Don't 40-yard dash after 10 p.m. Don't do it. Let's go. Welcome to the Old Gamers Almanac. I am your host, Hunter Donaldson. I am joined today by a special guest. Who is? It is me, Sun Sanders, your second Sanders boy. Yeah. How are you today, Hun Bun? Oh, I'm do- I'm great. I feel good. Uh, it's been it's a it's a wild day because this is going hot, hot off the press, right off into press. your pod. You're gonna be able to taste us off of it you're it's gonna our, our our hot breath is gonna cascade right out and that's not normally how you know because normally they get kept in the cold dark uh nothingness of the virtual space of the hard drive space for quite a time before it gets to you this is literally if you listen to this right as it comes out we literally just got done saying the words we're saying right now and that's remarkable they have been said yeah in fact, this one should only be available for the day that it comes out, and then we should kind of delist it, should kind of take it off. A little special oh, yeah. as edition. As soon as it gets published, delete it. Yeah. <laughs> Put a 24-hour burn notice on it. Yeah. This, one, this one's up for 24, and that's it. Um, well, today, we are going to talk about a game in a franchise uh, we've been really excited about on the show. It's a Sega franchise. Um, it's Sega. technically, it's colloquially called... The Yakuza franchise. However, Daddy Sega decided to rebrand. Uh, it is now called Like a Dragon, and we all have to like it. All right, we all have to love that <laughs> that name and embrace it because we're just playing along with our friend here. Okay, he said it's like a dragon. We're going like a dragon. All right, this is Like a Dragon Ishin, which, if you do not know, is a samurai-themed reskin of the Like a Dragon franchise. Uh, where you play as a samurai in old-ish uh, historical Japan. Uh, and uh, it's fun. has a lot of the stuff that uh, you would expect from the franchise, like beating fools, mostly. Beating people up. Although this time, you do it with a samurai sword, and occasionally, well actually not occasionally, very frequently, with a gun. In fact, you do more gun stuff than 
sword stuff, really. Or, there's there's more gun stuff here. And, and yes, and I did not know this was a Yakuza game. I thought it was a Dragon Ball Z game going in. So I was very confused because um, it's like a dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. you know, I messed up there. Um, but no, seriously, I, I did use the gun, the Dancer Wild Dancer. I know we talked briefly um, uh, and we're, we're going to, we're, we're, we're stepping in this in a silly way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked briefly about how the you know wild dancer is used for crowd control. Well, I didn't use it as crowd control. I used it for every single fight because I could never. I mean, did you learn how to parry in this game? Because I did not. I not uh, you once. know I did a little bit of it. So um so what we're so to kind of unpack what we're talking about is in in all the Yakuza games and then also in this like a Dragonation. Uh, you're given four distinct combat styles. One of them straight up samurai. It's slow paced. You got a sword. You can parry. Mm-hmm. The parry is not easy. I will. I agree with you. It's no. not easy. A lot easier to dodge. I'll say that. You could also just dodge. A lot easier to dodge. I yeah. just dodged the hell out of this game. Um, and then you also have wild dancer, which uh, Sun is referring to right there, which is where you have a samurai sword in one hand, gun in the other. You're spinning around. You're shooting. You're slashing. It's nuts. Things dreams are made of. Yeah, it's it is it is the little boy, the the little teenage boy dreaming version of like how samurai should fight. Um, mm-hmm. There's gun. Your third option is just shoot them, basically. Um, very <laughs> the weirdest option, and we will talk more Not about it later. <laughs> it's very it's maybe a problem. Um, I would say this option, and then the last option is. Old school Yakuza just punch people, which makes it's good. The gameplay is good. Really doesn't make sense because most of the time you're punching people no. that do have swords. Um, do but, have swords or like spears or yeah. guns. <laughs> <laughs> so they all have weapons and you kind of just punch them till they, uh, you know, fall on the ground or whatever. Um, but I mean, what? That's hardly the weirdest thing that this series has ever brought. That leads into one thing that I think is very weird about this game as a yeah. game where you have a sword and you're chopping people up and you're getting combos and you're getting heated um, as you like chop people up. A lot of the times after these fights, they're just like down on the ground being like, Oh, I'm really sorry, man. I shouldn't yeah. have done that. And yeah, they're perfectly yeah, yeah. fine. And they run off and it's like, okay, so I was just chopping you up with some swords. This is like, I felt very Disney in how you uh-huh. fight them. There was, even though there was blood at There times, is blood. There so was the, blood, <laughs> and there were violent things and some real themes that happened. But every time you fought someone, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I won't do that again. And then they run off. And then, you know, not but the next corner you run down these, you know, I don't want to go into too much of a tangent. We'll talk about the actual city layout, layout later. But these down these streets, you turn the corner. Oh, there's my buds again. Yep. Um, all with the same haircut. It's yeah. like this game was like, hey, if you have this haircut and you were in Japan around this time, no one liked you and you didn't like anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's true. They do make some very explicit statements about just a few ways of, of looking like a person. Um, yeah. I will say, the one thing we should get out of the way at this point is how many... So how many... I have played Yakuza Kiwami. It was uh, an episode of the show. So that's been well documented. Um, I have not. That's it. This is my second foray into the series. Son, uh, how many of these games have you played? This was number one. Okay, so that was a. <laughs> I would say we can go ahead and get out of the way. That is kind of a mistake. I would say this is uh, some people, some journalists I've noticed 
uh, have taken to claiming that this game is a good entry point to the series. And I don't want to speak uh, for you, but I will speak for myself and say I disagree. I do not think that this is actually a good way to get into this series of games at all, really. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, I mean, again, because, you know, I mean, I'm, Yakuza has always been a part of the game zeitgeist, me in games in general. Like, I've always mm-hmm. known they've been around, you know, and it's always been an interest in wanting to play them. And I've seen most of the characters. I mean, I recognized a lot of these guys, especially our good old boy with the eye patch. You know, Majima. I was like, hey, yeah. see, seen you a lot. Um, and then obviously the main character. Um, and But it was like one of those things going into it. I was like, okay, I have to understand this is my first game. This is also set not in like, you know, a, a contemporary city. Mm-hmm. Um, and so playing it i knew i was i was stepping into like a historical fiction game right but the game didn't treat me like hey you're jumping into a historical fiction game it's like hey you know all these guys right yeah yeah you know this guy hey look who's walking on set and you're like oh and you're like i don't know who that is yeah so what's (laughs) funny is i actually so this was your first game this it was my second game in the series and we actually 100% agree on this point. Um, and I feel like this is... I, I read a lot of the reviews to this game because I was wondering, you know, right now, there is a lot of, I would say, positive buzz around this series, uh, finally, after, you know, it's been an underdog story with this series of games. Um, and I found that I feel like people did not know enough in their reviews that this game is chock full of characters and references to other yakuza games that if you don't know who that person is it will be meaningless we're talking camera camera move zoom in on person presumably you're clapping and on your feet so excited for this character that was from one of the other games uh to appear and but it just means nothing and in fact uh early on in the game i would say in the first 10 hours there is a moment where you meet like eight characters at once. Now, now uh, Yakuza Kiwami also had a moment like this, but the way that it's staged in Ishin, I would say has a different aspect to it because it just is kind of showing you faces and making, uh, I would imagine a lot of people that are huge fans of the series be like, yeah, we've got so-and-so and so-and-so. And also real quick to explain for people that have no idea what we're talking about, um, the way this game works is it, is it is a samurai Yakuza game that's a historical fiction play on people that actually existed. However, all of those people are being played by characters from the Yakuza series. Um, and that's voice actor and character character model. And in a lot of ways, also character attitude and vibe. Although it's hard for me to confirm that beyond just the major characters because I don't know enough about the series really. It felt, you know, it, okay, so it's it's kind of funny that you said what you said. I won't rephrase it because everybody just listened to it. <laughs> um, but it reminded me kind of how when you step into a, a Metal Gear game and they're like, yeah. David Hayter as you, you, Solid Snake. And right. then, you know, throughout the games, you're like, here, and you just relate those things and you see it. And it's like, oh, that's him. It's iconic, blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's how I felt this. I felt like I was like, oh, I'm missing something here. There's a level of miss. And it did kind of take me out because exactly um, to another point you made, it's it's a historical fiction game. 
but it's these characters playing the historical figure. Right. But still as themselves. Like, their strong personalities from all these other games are playing these historical characters, which is kind of cool going into it blind because I was like, okay, I do. I love history. You know, I love alternative history, especially in games. Um, But this was like, I was, I got lost very quickly. And very quickly did I, I was like, well, if it's a historical fiction game, I don't know if really what I'm paying attention to is actually the history of the actual events that took place right. or the Yakuza history of the events that actually took place. Right, yeah, it can be a little confusing as far as like how much of this is supposed to be real, how much of this is supposed to be goofy, fun time, soap opera stuff. I would say like I think for the most part the realness of it is very underplayed and probably not mm-hmm. it it feels like most of the main plot even feels kind of cooked up as in like maybe uh you know the group that you end up joining for most of the game maybe that that group actually existed but were they anything like this i mean absolutely not because it's a a silly soap opera almost shonen manga type story um yeah and i, I yeah i feel like the tone of it to me constantly undercuts the idea that like any of this is real but then it sort of begs the question like why is it real at all then like why are we basing this off of real people so that that part is kind of like i'm just a little confused there which is not necessarily bad for a yakuza game i think yakuza games are meant to kind of uh throw you off and and toss a curveball your way or whatever um and that's fun and that's that's great um, I just think that what I didn't expect about this game, and that I think the historical fiction thing maybe plays into a little bit, is this one's a little more self-serious than I would have expected, especially early it on. It was very serious. Yeah, yeah. there was a. I wasn't exp- I, you know going into it and just hearing you know my previous foray being the podcast where you guys played um, the other game. Um, I th- I did think it was like okay. I thought it was going to be a little bit more playful, but it was mm-hmm. very serious. And I yes. was like, oh, I need to pay attention to this. Um, and so I, I was trying to get into it. But then, you know, then the Yakuza bits start getting into it, And then that, that oh, I want to pay attention kept getting further and further away, especially considering the more I played this game, the more I just wanted to play. Or I just wanted to watch Samurai Champloo. I mean, that's right. all I wanted to do. Like, and I'm still going to. I started the first like three episodes. I'm like, I'm just going to finish this. Um, before I even finish this game. <laughs> yeah, Samurai Champloo uh, really owns. Yeah, I, I, I agree that, uh, that it kind of just reminds me of other media in a way that I feel like the uh, more traditional Yakuza games don't. More Like, regular Yakuza feels like its own special vibe, whereas, like, Yakuza Ishin, or Like a Dragon Ishin, I, sh- I should say. I'm so sorry, yeah. uh, Daddy Sega. Um <laughs> it feels a little bit like derivative of other works um, that kind of makes me, and, and you know, it also has to do with ignorance here because in America, uh, Yakuza type storytelling is not like a genre that I have a lot of experience with. So the regular series probably also has this issue. Um, but for Ishin, I almost felt like it could have been more playful. Um, there's definitely a lot of very silly side quests though. Did you mess at all with the... Uh, because we, we should definitely talk about some side quests. Um, did you meet the writer that lives in the same place you're staying? I met the writer. Uh, that yeah. was like, there was a lot of like, you answer a lot of questions for this fella. I think I got, I went back like at least four times. Yeah. And there was a lot of like, 
I eventually made uh, uh, spoilers a little bit. You, you start off, I think, it, well, not so much spoilers, because you kind of help him build this story. I had him build a story about a dog. Yeah. Um, about a dog going on adventures. But that adventure could have been very different. There was a lot of, like, I was like, what did they say I could suggest, like, put, <laughs> yeah, to put yeah, in yeah. this story? Um, yeah. And it was, like, really weird. I was like, oh, okay. Um and then, I mean, I'll be honest, though, I got sucked into one, and I was like, this is the silliest side quest, but I'm going to get so fucking good at it. Yeah. And I I chopped the shit out of some wood. Oh, you know, the wood I got really good. Yeah. I, I could do a hundred in a row without missing it. And I was like, and that was like my goal. You know, I would go back to him and be like, I'm going to keep doing this. So, I mean, the first time I did, it wasn't very hard. The first time I did, it, I got to like 60 without messing up. Yeah. Um, and, and I was like very disappointed. I was like, damn it. Um, and then I came back, and it was like a quick way to earn like some some money. Which the money thing also kind of threw me because you just have a lot of money. You have actually a decent amount of money and you never really have to oh, yeah, worry this is, about it. This is normal uh, for this series. This, money is no object. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like that. I like that a lot. I, that's something that more games should do. It's like, just give me money to buy in the world. But I think that's, an, I mean, I don't know how much how much of a distraction we want to go on, but I really like being able to go to multiple shops and buy food and sit down and like, yeah. interact with the world. That part of the game, I was like, it got me that itch that I felt when I'm playing like Digimon Cyber Sleuth and stuff like that. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you're, you're getting me a little bit on, on some of this weird, you know, JRPG stuff. Yeah, I will say uh, the side quests and the the world um, do not disappoint. I would say they're they're at least on the level of Kiwami, which I don't I don't know that to be the the best as far as side quest goes, but it's at mm. least as good as that. Um, yeah, I really liked the writer side quest where a writer is trying to write a book and needs like suggestions from you, and your suggestions end up kind of being. Like you sort of always suggest something and he really just steals your idea and kind of yeah. makes it work. So yeah, and that way you get to sort of lead him down whatever road you want. Um, I kept on having him make it about a talking animal no matter what. Like it, he would be like, I think it should be this type of story and be like, can we get a talking animal in it though? And every time, yeah. every time he was down, he was down to do it. Um, so yes, that's very funny. Um, there's still, you know, mini games are back. There's gambling. There's wood chopping. You can fish. You can do. There was the talking lady, the the lady that no one would talk to. Oh her. yeah, I thought it was very sad. <laughs> yeah, that was sad. Yeah, it's just like a lady like, no I one no one wants to talk to, to and you have to talk to her. And oh, because she yeah, no one likes to listen to her. Is the thing no one can listen to her. Yeah. So so she talks to you and then she quizzes you on the things that she said and which the, is fair that if someone ever walks up to you listeners and says i'm going to talk to you for like what i mean it felt like 20 real minutes 20 yeah. real minutes of this yeah, character talking absolutely. to you and and the, the camera would peel away and just show you like the vistas of the game and show you other things and like zoom in your character your character would be falling asleep and then dear listener they go now I need you to answer four questions about what I was telling you. Yeah. That's where you're like, no, no, this is problematic, gal. You probably shouldn't be doing that. But then she gives you money and it's like, okay, right. some things are worth it. Yeah. So I think it's really like, as far as my experience with it, um, I thought, well, maybe we should talk about the combat a little bit before we get like kind of zoom out and, mm. and just kind of try and sum it up. But I feel like the combat is not... So there's some problems, I feel like, with the combat in this one. Some, some caveats. Um, the first big one I want to say is that um, I think the gun style is n- not fun, but really effective for some reason. Like, if you pull the gun out, you will just kill everybody. 
but it's not like yeah. a good vibe like you just do i guess yeah no i mean there's so there's one mission where uh and we will talk more about the details of the mission as we get into more of the combat but you're like running from hallway to hallway to hallway mm-hmm. and at the end of each hallway is just a bunch of people with guns um and they're like oh you can't get close they all got guns and you're like shoot them from a distance with your gun and you're like okay and you start shooting them and it becomes quickly annoying because like there's not really a targeting system you have yeah. to kind of point them in the general direction right and i was like you know i was like okay i'm playing along i'm going to get behind cover and then eventually i've decided i was like this is just stupid and i just ran up to all of them and i went into wild dancer mode and just killed them all there yeah. or i didn't kill them all there i incapacitated them right i would say that actually that's fine as far as problem solving goes if you if the game was like do it this way and you're like nah i want to do it this way that's to me that's very true to the series and very yakuza and a-okay what i'm saying is we've got four combat styles one of them is in my opinion just not fun because yeah. all you're doing like you have a li- so your gun is like a little revolver. Uh, mm-hmm. It shoots really fast, and you there's no reload system, so you just pull out that gun and just spam the attack button and dodge away. And you will I, I that strategy would beat every. I mean, I use that on a boss that I didn't bring enough health uh, re- regen items to, uh, and m- it made it trivial. Uh, and that yeah. was kind of a bummer to me because it's like we only have four of these styles and i feel like at least in kiwami they all really kind of worked together in a way that i felt like made them kind of all sing and i feel like with this a lot of the time the style was kind of pick your poison like any of them would work um it wasn't really like optimized to anything and then one of them in my opinion is just kind of broken um and doesn't actually lead to a very fun gameplay experience well, answer me about this about the other games. It's like, because I found, you know, I was like, okay, I got four fighting styles, right? So in my gamer brain, I'm like, okay, there's going to be enemies that I have to use a certain fighting style yeah, against yes. in order to, like, you know, and if I pull out another style, they'll have a way to, like, prevent me, right? From, like, succeeding with that style because I have to do it with that one, which is, you know, whatever. Um, but this game had, I mean, you could do whatever you wanted. There was yeah. no, there was no, like, you, you could have fought with your fist the whole time if you were crazy, yeah. you know, and you just wanted to do it because otherwise you would just be constantly getting knocked down. Um, but yeah, like, is that in other games where you have, so, like, it's kind of like you see a group, like, for instance, there's like the spear guys in this yeah. one. I thought, okay, I need to be at a distance with them. But I mean, I'll shoot them with gum and they just keep running at me and eventually spear me. I was like, and you know, I've dodged and whatever, but I was like, okay. And then I found it's just easier to, again to go to sweet, sweet wild dancer. Um, and just, you know, I, the dodge action in that is just you spin in a circle. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's, it's and really I was like, good. This is perfect. I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, as compared to Kiwami, um, I would say that there's kind of a similar issue there of like, it does, it's not like they ever turn it into a puzzle to solve where it's like, here is absolutely the best style to use. And we're mm. just going to kind of tell you which one you should use. However, in Kiwami, the styles do feel kind of like tuned to specific scenarios in a way that I did not feel with Ishin. Um, I did like split my time in between different styles, but that was mostly out of um, a need to want to develop my character uh, evenly because of how the yeah. experience systems work. You actually need to use um, a style in order to get specific 
Uh, they're called spheres. Uh, in it's order, it's kind of funny. We're we're, yeah, we're, yeah. we're in a podcast again about another sphere system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a sphere grid again, uh, but a yeah. very simple one this time. But yeah, mm-hmm. so so in that way, I you know I I I spent my time split between the styles, but mostly because I didn't want to develop in like a like a like just one way, you know. Um, so I, would I say just the, went wild dancer and sword. I never that's fought it, any yeah. of my fists after besides I had to. And until I found there's a you, you can find dojos, but eventually right. you find like the white man with a gun. Um mm-hmm. and he teaches you more white man gun stuff. Right. Um and that was fun. I mean it, it wasn't fun. It was just like, oh, it like it, well actually it was kind of cool because they stole something directly from Red Dead Revolver where you're like you just hold down and just and you just move the mouth. You move your your cursor left and right, mm-hmm. and it just creates little targets. I like all the all. targets. Yeah, yeah, that was satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> but I never. I had like probably four spheres in total in the gun. Maybe actually probably like six, and then with the fist, I think I only got the first three. And I was wow. like, I'm never gonna do this again. <laughs> I'm never gonna fight anyone with my fists. See, and I think you could have gotten through the whole game like that, and it would have been it would have been absolutely fine uh, to not to just ignore like half of the styles. And- well, I almost got all the way through. I mean, dear listeners, I went 11 hours into this game, so not crazy far. But I almost got all the way through Wild Dancer. Like I almost got wow. that thing all the way done. Wow, that's wild. Because I fought everybody in the streets. Anybody and everybody that wanted a piece of me, I fought them. Well, I didn't yeah, run I mean, away from fight at all. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. They 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 just kind of lob them at you in in these games. Um, I did go searching for them a little bit. My grinding mentality came in. I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this, um, and I did. It was very yeah. Sad. I mean, it was satisfying to spin around. It's actually really ironic that the the different fighting styles feel so like like independent in that they you know, like it feels like you could just do the whole game in just one. Um, yeah. because in regular Yakuza, you don't have weapons. You just have, I mean, it's just your fist, but different styles of fist fighting. But for some reason, mechanically, that feels built in such a way. And I think it's probably because they're building it for a series of action games instead of, you know, Ishin is just like, we're just going to do it this one way, this one time. So I feel like those systems aren't as well thought out as far as like here are the different styles and here's what they would be useful for essentially i almost would have preferred it to have been fighting styles to be qu- quite honest a- as like a, a um a huge lover of jade empire which should make the you know oga list at some point yeah yeah um, absolutely uh that game was so much fun and you switch between styles and that i mean that was great i mean really clunky i could i would i mean i would pray and dream for them to for the people who make yakuza to like come in and and take over jade empire and give them its fighting (laughs) styles and silliness and stuff um that would be amazing um but yeah i kind of wish this was all combat like yeah like hand-to-hand combat and not swords and which is funny because i mean i love samurais i love samurais and like we said at the top a, a samurai sword and a gun sign me up like the child inside my head wants that so bad but then after playing it i was and then yeah after hearing that most of them you don't have any weapons you just they're just different like martial fights Mm -hmm. um fighting styles i was like damn i kind of wish i was playing that game yeah i also think there's something to be said for like so because we're we're in a completely different setting one of my favorite things about yakuza is that there is a fighting style uh called like beast mode or something like that where Mm. you pick up random stuff off the street 
while you're fighting and just beat fools over the head with it, including like motorcycles and all all types of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because the the environment for Yakuza Kiwami is very populated with people and stuff in a way that this game doesn't really compare. There, there's not as much detail to the environment. Um, in fact, a lot of the times you'll walk down streets that are almost entirely empty except for maybe like an NPC or two, and then they'll just be like one pot. Um, yeah. So it, it, it feels like what it is, which is a side game, which is fine. It does, not every game has to have that ambition to be the biggest uh, entry in the series of all time and outdo all of the others, and it, it doesn't have that. But what I think ultimately... I came down on with this game is that it's a fun like curio for people that already love the series and that have played mm -hmm. a lot of it and i'm just not like at that point right now you know and definitely it's definitely not a first time experience i cannot believe how many people i saw that i forgot what review it was that i was watching it's probably that was IGN. like I think it was, it was probably the IGN review where specifically they said like, this is such a good starter one. No way, no way. Like people kind of debate whether you should start with Kiwami, whether you should start with the original Yakuza on PlayStation 2, whether you should start with Yakuza 0. People are not going to be saying, you know, in a year, oh, well, you got to start with Like a Dragon Ishin. Um, So in a way, I'm kind of bummed because it does feel like this one is going to kind of need a reevaluation, but it's going to be a very long time from now when I would actually think about reevaluating this game. So that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I'm because I've always I've always wanted to play these games because as a person who loves these like, you know, dot hack. Um, Digimon Cyber Suit, these like JRPGs <laughs> where you have the, these like like a city you're running down and you're running back and forth. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Familiar like spots, Persona and all that style, stuff. and like yeah, yeah Persona, yeah. Persona Five, and Persona Four Golden also is a perfect example. Um, you know, I was like, oh, this this is just another one of those like you have to play them in order to you know be like I I can wear that badge, you know. Um, and this yeah, I this one is definitely going to have to be some reconsideration later on because. Yeah. There was a lot, you know, there and but it was also I think I'm missing I think I'm missing a key piece of the formula of this. Right. Right. Um, I think I'm missing a key like ingredient on how to enjoy these games. Right. And exactly to your point earlier, like I did expect from just watching trailers of other games and like seeing like, you know, playthroughs of other Yakuza games. I expected the streets to be way more full. I get it. Like we're in, back in the old days, but. You know, there was a, still a lot of freaking people there. Now, where like there's a one part of the town where it's like a like a like a market, and it felt mm -hmm. at times populated. You right. know, there's merchants running around, and there's like people that will carry you other places. And so there was parts of the city that kind of felt it. But man, as soon as you got off into the side streets, it was pretty desolate. And you know, I get it. Like there's like oh, people are traveling. There's a lot of meta things you could like. Sure. Put sure. in place to like justify it. But it still felt like, yeah, one pot. And that was a the thing. There were moments where you could grab part of the environment and hit people with because I've seen the beast mode thing, but it just wasn't existent in here. But it would have been really funny if it was. Just like there's there's tons of silly little things you could have beaten up people with um right. back then. You know, maybe one of those pots, but you can't lift those <laughs> pots. You can lift like a 
weird square sack thing. That was like the only thing I ever found that you could right. lift up and like toss at people. Um, and it didn't even feel like the NPCs wanted to do it. Like none of them ever picked anything up. You know, I was like, oh, I can pick this stuff up. And then I would get hit and it would fall down and I would pick it up again and try to beat someone to death with it. You know, and but the NPC <laughs> kept like hitting me and like, hey, just stop it. That's not this game. That's some other game. That's not this one. And I, I felt like the game was telling me that I I didn't even need to interact with that part of the mechanics. Right. I like, OK. I also feel like there's something to be said with like, you know, it. For you, you haven't experienced the the actual proper story, the proper saga uh, of Yakuza at all at this point. I've experienced a little bit of it, and I just want to say, like, it's kind of weird to have played so little of the series and then be playing this game where I'm getting to see Kiryu uh, as our main character, but not exactly getting to just be Kiryu. And and in a way, I sort of realized, like, as silly as uh, Yakuza Kiwami was. I am kind of bought into the overall story of these games. And I was sort of like playing this being like, man, I really wish I was just playing like Yakuza 0 right now or any of the other Yakuza games that would just give me that story that I know is going to influence like events and characters that are going to stick around for many games that I've yet to play. Um, and playing something that's kind of divorced from that there's like there's the bonus of like oh well it's not connected to any continuity or whatever but it still sort of is because there's all of these character references that I'm not getting so it in, in a way it's sort of the worst of both worlds because it is its own story but also sort of has all these references to every other game and that's a little bit tough I would say so are all the Yakuza games like is Yakuza Zero? Is that like this is the start of the story, and then it yes. goes like one, two, three, four, and it's like one continuous story over them. Like you, characters will refer to other things. They're not like individual. Like this is like just a standalone story, but set in a similar world. Like they are all connected, right? They're all connected. Um, okay. Even uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, aka Yakuza Seven, uh, which features a different main character besides Kiryu still takes place in the same world and even features a lot of the same characters. So it, it is a rich world of story there. And I am more excited about experiencing that I would say than experiencing something that's kind of isolated or, or lopped off. But if I am going to like, let's say there, there, you know, if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, I like these Yakuza games, but there's way too many of them. You could check out the Judgment series, which is a spinoff series um, that has its own continuity with some like crossover. But even that, like, like that, I feel like is a better uh, option than this because that is trying to onboard you to something else and is going to sort of introduce things to you. Whereas this, there are a lot of, it's a lot of winking, I would say. Yeah. And, and if you're not yeah. ready for the winking, then it sort of feels a little bit pointless. I love a good wink. Oh, I, mean, I love we, a good we wink. Hear, we here at OGA, we support good winks. Um, and, you know, that was another thing. It's like, I watched some trailers for the Like a Dragon, the Yakuza Like a Dragon, right? I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, and I was like, I actually wish I was playing that game. <laughs> yeah, um, because right. this, this main this main protagonist looks like really silly. Um, well, it also it, didn't, it also helped that he kind of looked like what's his face from Samurai Champloo a little bit. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, this yeah. is fun. You know, like like I'm like now I'm like I want to go back 
back. I kind of wanted to go backwards through these games, and and, and I think I will. You know, I will. You know, I I, I feel like I've been kind of negative on, on this game, and I feel a little bad because I think functionally, now that I know what the type of game is, it's like an arcade, like Japanese role playing game, kind of. Yeah, in a way, yeah, it's like, like a beat 'em up game. with an RPG on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that I know that. Um, I, I definitely want to go play the other one, the other like a dragon and, right. and get and I want to be onboarded into the universe via that. I don't know why, but I think it's just because I well, kind of like the style. But um, yeah, so I feel like I'll be lost, but I'll also be like maybe this main protagonist is also me and him will have similar like, hey, we're new to this. So how does that work? You know, OK. Well, so, so maybe I, that's the wrong staff. I just feel like I would have paid $60 for that experience rather than this one. Uh, here's what I got to say. So uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, a.k.a. Yakuza 7, the one mm-hmm. that where you don't play as Kiryu, uh, is not actually a beat-em-up. It is a turn-based uh, combat it's system. It's a turn-based. Yeah, so so in that one, the main character... I was just watching the, the movie scenes. I was just watching movie scenes. I yeah. was not watching gameplay because I assumed yeah. it was the same. So the gameplay is not the same, um, but hey, I mean, whatever. Maybe, maybe that's cool that you're coming. I tried to play that one first, actually. Um, that was the very first one I ever bought um, that I booted up, and then I realized that I wanted, I, I needed to taste the main story, yeah, the main saga. Okay, okay. So, so that's why I ended up going why did with they make uh, it a Kiwami. turn-based game. Well, because that's the whole thing with that character. Is he? It's not. <laughs> It's hard to explain. So it's like he really <laughs> likes Dragon Quest and he sees okay. the world as a Dragon Quest game. So what it it's sounds suggesting... like you're selling it better to me. Yeah, yeah. You realize it's, very, this, right? <laughs> it's a very cool idea. So it's it's the game is turn based for you, the player. But the idea is that in real life, this is not actually happening. This is just how this dude sees the world, basically. Oh, I'm sold. Like, yeah. It's pretty Sign cool. Sign me up. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you should you should awesome. definitely play that one. Yeah, yeah, and and that one uh, was a lot more instantly fulfilling and gave me more of the vibe that I wanted uh, than this one. This one has a very slow start. For for those of you that are listening, that are mm. like, I'm a yakuza expert. All all of these negatives don't apply to me. I'm just gonna chomp this one down. Uh, well, that's awesome. Uh, power to you. Um, I'm jealous, honestly, that uh, that you get to come in with that kind of context. I, I will say, regardless, it is a slow burn of a game. The yeah. game takes a long time to really get going. Um, so as long as you're prepared for that, I'm sure you can have a good time. Actually, I'm sure it's going to be super fun. These games are great. Are the are the other games? I mean, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm all about exposition and like you know, give me like let's talk it out. But is there a lot of as much talking as there was in this game in all the others? Um, I would say, yeah, I mean, I would say they're they're all they're all quite a bit talky. It's just okay. that I feel like in in you don't mind so much in Kiwami at least because the plot is a little more instantly uh interesting. Um, especially mm. Kiwami, because in, in Kiwami, um, this is spoilers to the very beginning of the game, but in Kiwami, you get blamed. The play, the character you're playing as, Kiryu, gets blamed for a murder and goes to prison and then gets out of prison like years later. So that's like the beginning of the game. That's the hook of the narrative. The hook of Ishin's narrative 
is your daddy but not daddy gets murdered yeah. and now you're that looking for his killer confusing. that's not as much that's not as much fun for the main character because you're not really i mean yeah it's it's you're on the hunt but it, you can't you can't really make well, that as interesting more, as let's do a time skip right away you know yeah a little more context for that i mean this is a little spoilers for like the first like what felt like five hours of this game um yeah, you, you, your daddy, not daddy, gets murdered, and your brother, not brother, is there with you. Right. And then you end up having to leave this spot, and you're looking for this man with a very particular sword style, which I loved. It was like I was like, okay, you're getting it, you're getting me with this like sword styles, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but then yeah, it cuts like what a year, two years later, some some amount of time. And oh you're yeah, just you're right. Kind there of is a little bum sleeping on a couch, getting drunk all the time, casually looking in this one city for this sword yeah. style. Um, and they kind of tell you like, well, I didn't go anywhere else because this is apparently where it's at. So I'm just gonna wander around. Um, and I was like, oh, well, that's not very engaging. <laughs> yeah. Can I please go on that journey and and get disappointed by going city to city and not find? the sword style and like have this like adventure um but i get it it's like hey we built this massive city with all these things that will slowly unlock as you go through it right um so we don't want you to go from city to city to city so we don't have to do that all these times you know but you're maybe they should have you're actually pointing out something i would say that's that's kind of a fundamental issue here which is that in uh the regular like a dragon games uh, because you play as a member of the yakuza uh, and just someone that, or, or depending on which game you're playing as, someone that just lives in this place, like literally they just live there, um, there's a very good reason for you to be where you're at and do right. the things you do. There's not really a need for the narrative to explain it. And Ishin does have a little bit of weird, um, <laughs> like kind of plot holes to fill by just saying like, yeah, there's only like six people that know about this this thing uh and there and he finds them all very quickly um, very fast yeah uh but i will say overall i mean the games are the, the the stories are not supposed to feel like super well thought out in in that way mm -hmm. but i do feel like they're more in the mainline series they're more emotionally fulfilling because you know this is my guy kiryu and i'm I'm with him and I'm going to be with him through, you know, many, many games. And that investment emotionally uh, can feel very, very satisfying, uh, even just in a single oh, game. Sure. Like knowing that it's surrounded by all this other fiction is is so much fun. And this one's just on a little bit of an island. Um, and I feel like, you know, had I had I realized all of these things that I've realized in this episode... Um, I, I don't think I would have put forward this game. I would have wisely been like, ah, you know, like maybe it's not the time for this one. Um, let's just wait till, you know, we have a few more under the belt. Um, but I was just, I wanted to, I wanted to know what these games were looking like right now, like, like the newest, yeah. hottest one coming out. And the thing about that is that this one is a remake. It's a remake of a 2014, uh, Japan only release. And I think in that way, it does feel a little bit behind in some ways, and it doesn't have all these other aspects that kind of lift it up to a higher level. Um, I'd so, be yeah, really curious to feel how that one plays. Like, I, 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 would, I would love to kind of see that game. You know, what did it look oh, like? Oh, yeah, the original. Yeah. 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 You know, is this just a graphic update, and it's basically the exact same game? 
Um, that'd be a little disappointing. Um, because yeah, there's, I mean, game wise, there's a lot different between the year 2014 and the year 2023. You could have That's done true. a lot more different stuff, especially the lack of people being around. I mean, you have AI now. I mean, you could get the crazy, you know, Assassin's Creed AI where their head disappears and their eyeballs sure, are sure. just running around. <laughs> but I mean, whatever. Yeah, I think that, I think that you're right in, in, in spirit in basically saying that like in almost 10 years and it just felt it felt a little a little bit crusty. I just felt a little bit of crust on there um, in a way that that I did not that I did not love. Uh, I feel I mean, I feel like I'm ready to to rank this puppy and then maybe Ooh. after we rank it, we can kind of talk about maybe a little something else. I got something else I want to talk about today. Um, OK, before we rank it. I kind of want to just number one. Is that what you're about to ask? Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be fun. What hoops do I have to jump through, EJ, to get this higher up on the list? <laughs> I heard you talking about my Anachronox stuff. How about you turn that game up and play it? All well, I got to say, <laughs> EJ. It's just funny because we didn't even really play it that much. But uh, it is. So but currently, we had fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just wondering, do you think you can do better? Because Anachronox is number 63. Out of yeah. uh, this is going to be our 80th game to add to the list. Do you think? Which ooh, so special. You think you can argue it higher than Anachronox? Oh, for sure. I, I'm I'm already <laughs> looking. Like, I mean, uh, let, let's be real. I mean, I I don't want to take anything away from this game as a game. It was right. functionally really great. I played it on my Steam Deck, and it 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 went really well. I mean, it oh, killed yeah. the battery. Absolutely murdered. Yeah, it that does battery. kill the battery. It made but... the Steam Deck real hot in the hands. But on the right. cold days, it was worth it. Um. And so, like, it as a game worked really well. I mean, the fighting styles. I mean, there's the things I didn't like about it, I think, were just the things I wasn't used to when it came to the actual game style, right? Like, I was expecting a lock-on system. There is no lock-on system because it's like an arcade beat-em-up, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like... You know, if it was a side scroller and it didn't have a lock on, would I would I have complained? No. No. You know, so a lot of the things about it were really polished. It felt really good. I mean, the talking, the dialogue, the voice acting was incredible. The mm -hmm. the cutscenes were really really good. Yeah. Um, and so there's so you know we talked a lot of down on this game, but I actually like I was like I can't wait to play another Yakuza game. Yeah. And then come back to this one when mm -hmm. I know those Same. characters Same. more. And especially now that I know one's a turn base, I'm like, I'm just going to go dive right in to another game that has nothing to do with any of the other styles so I can get yeah, that yeah. one under my belt. And then actually go, I think, hell, I think I will go, I think I will start with Yakuza 0. I think that will be my official, like, I'm going to just play that game. Yeah. And, and cause I, cause that is the start, right? That's the start of his story. Right. Right. That's the beginning, the beginning of a story. So I'm going to do that. And so when it comes to game wise and regardless of my enjoyment of it, I still think this thing has it can cl climb pretty high on the list. I'm looking like above Grand Theft Auto three. Yeah, like, that's easy. I'm looking. Yeah, that's easy. Right. So, you know, like, OK, what's the next grab? What's the next important thing I see? Well, I'm looking at Halo three Mass Effect three. Right. So, like, I think Wait, where, where is that on the list? Wait, how far are you? Oh, 40. That's oh up my in the god! 40s. No, oh no, my god! Uh, no, let me let me talk about the Mass okay. Effect three thing. Okay. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to stop him. Okay, I just if you're listening you to this, being like, stop this is me. this is where Hunter's going to have my back and and going to stop <laughs> going to stop Sun from doing this. I just want to let you know, I'm not going to stop. Climb him. that ladder. Okay. So what's up your logic hill. for this um, game? <laughs> well, wait, I just want to say for the record, we, <laughs> I mean, you said you played uh, like 10 hours of this game. 11.1 hours. 11.1 <laughs> hours. And you're saying you want to put it above 
the 40s. You would have put it in the well, 40s I wanna or talk above about, 40s. I want to I talk about Mass Effect 3 just briefly. <laughs> All right, All right let's because do it. Let's I think, talk about Mass Effect 3. So there's, I mean, Mass Effect 3, great polished game. Um, right. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's some... Like the openness of the you, this game, like a dragon. Like I was like, okay, like there's some stuff. I mean, this game was a remake from 2014, and how we talked mm-hmm. about even newer games. You know, that's you have more people in their surroundings on that stuff. What's the one thing about Mass Effect games? The people kind of felt like they didn't do anything. Yeah, you know, like they're the mm-hmm. the NPCs just standing around. They might as well just been like debris, you know. But here, like you know, there was tons of shops. And you, you know how much I love my hats. <laughs> <laughs> and this game had a lot of like potential, like, ooh, could I get a hat there? Kind mm-hmm. of vibes to it. Um, and so I'm just saying, I'm just like, that's like the vibe I'm seeing here. Is like as a game wise, I was like, there's a lot for this to offer. Now, you know, we, I think 40 for me is because like I can't really everything to me above in the 40s on on y'all's list is like to me excellent games. Like right. they're all to me. Those are games that are, I think are absolutely excellent, excellent. And I don't the way I don't can't compare a game I played for eleven hours to any of these games. Right. Um, so to me, it starts at the forties. Okay. Um, and so if we're getting to ranking, I would think. You know, I'm just curious where I'm curious where you have this on your list because to me, I okay. think it could get. Uh, I think we could climb that ladder and get to Mass Effect Three and have a really interesting conversation because they're both huge open world games. Both of them, you know, have depleted RPG like you know like character builders in uh-huh. them, right? Uh-huh. Um, whoa, where whoa, they kind wait. of no, no, no. You away. do not build your ca- whoa, whoa, whoa. You do not build your character in like a dragon, Ishid. So what, what do you mean? What do you mean by whoa, that? Whoa, whoa. Oh no! No, sorry, not character builder. Where like, uh, like a oh, like, like a face, like okay, like an advanced, like RPG stats and stuff okay. like that. They're both stripped sure. away to provide more of an action game. Uh-huh. Um, now Ma- Mass Effect Three is less arcadey; it's more shooter. Where this one's more arcadey, more brawler. So that's sure. why I'm saying, like, to me, I could get up to Mass Effect Three, and we could duke it out there. But I think. I'm just curious now where I'm like, okay, that's how high as I could see it. Because you guys used to play this fun game. How high would you go? How low would you go? Uh-huh. And I'm, pl- I'm playing that game with you. I would go as high as 40 for this. You would go where, as high where, as 40. Um, so what about well, you? So, so, I'll t- so on my list, I ranked it number 65. I put it right below 65. Mist, um, which is quite a bit lower than what we're talking about. But uh, let's talk about the highest. Mist. What's the highest I could go on this i think the highest you could i mean it's a I mean, better could, game than tony hawk pro skater 3 man i'm just kidding well i mean <laughs> the, it is actually ranked higher than tony hawk pro skater 3 on my list um mm-hmm. but that just tells you where you know i don't really like the tony hawk games that much but um i probably could go no higher than tmnt shredder's revenge i think number 43 you could probably you could probably okay. argue me up to it's better than Halo Three, um, which is it. I mean, there's a lot of games that that it, we're saying it would be better than, but I feel like you could reasonably make. I think there's a bit of a gulf, a bit of a huge gap between the quality of Halo Three at number forty four and TMNT Shredder's Revenge at number forty three. I think that's a gap that like a Dragon Ishin could fill. I think it's criminal that you guys still have Shredder's Revenge as forty three. I think, think it should be higher. Is, oh, I think it should be way higher. I think it's up there. And to me, it should be in the 30s. Yeah. Well, and, you know. I would actually, if, you know, if I could travel up into the store, I would go grab uh-huh. Soul Calibur out of there, toss it back into the 40s and replace it with TMNT. Oh, in just kind of swap. Personal opinion. 
Soul mm-hmm. Calibur numbers 36 and 43, Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, you know, you might get that wish someday, but that is not someday. what we are doing That's today. Not today. That's, That's not, not today. today. That is not that is not the agenda right now. But so are we uh, thinking fifties to forties, or fifty three yeah, to forty? I think I think. Well, let's let's just let's argue it down. You want to go high? Let's argue it down. So Halo three number forty four. What mm-hmm. do we feel stronger about? The Halo three multiplayer is so important fun. to us, and we have enjoyed it even together. Even for together, years. we've done it. For oh, years, yeah. we've done for it together. Years. Do you think we played the Halo 3 multiplayer more than 11.1 hours, you think? Maybe? Oh, by far. Tons. Yeah. But oh, yeah. let's say none of our friends existed and we were making this podcast <laughs> in a complete, complete, utter like loneliness. <laughs> All three different OGA yeah. rivaling mm-hmm. podcasts going at it one by one. We don't know each other. We have no friends. Would you have, yeah. fun? Would you have had that much fun with Halo 3? The actual mm. campaign? No. I wouldn't no, have because I do not like have. that campaign at all. No, I I, I had more fun. It looks good. Yeah, it does look good, but it's kind of dumb. Yeah, it's just kind of dumb. There's like there's a lot of bad levels that I just don't care about. Who was the bad guy in that? Cool. Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember Me what, any. Who's the bad guy? What? Who do who you was, exactly? Who was the bad guy? There's is there a boss fight in that? I don't even remember. I don't remember how it even ends. Not, not one that's memorable. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, why Combat so, Evolved will always be the best Halo. <laughs> but but okay, okay. So let's say let's flip it then. So okay. all you're in your living room and you have your PlayStation 5 booted up, okay? Booting it up. And uh we're all there, all your friends, all your closest mm. friends, and we're like, let's all play like a dragon Ishin, and you turn it on. Are we all gonna have a good time playing that? together is this a world where they make it where it's multiplayer where five nope, of you can nope, run around nope, in the city <laughs> nope nope i didn't get to magically so make halo 3 single player better so you can't you can't give yakuza ishin a multiplayer that's true now okay so so let's let's put that on the thing now we made hitman 3 pretty fun sitting on the couch tossing it's around true. that controller yeah it's true but, but would like a dragon ishin fulfill a similar definitely a not. similar spot no <laughs> Definitely I don't not. think so. I think friend test wise, I just think Halo Three has way way too many friend points. It does. And if we're going by friend points, there's no way it's going to get above Shredder's Revenge. No. Um. No. Yeah. No way. Um. Okay. So we already can stop it at uh, Halo Three. So yeah. I like this working down. Let's climb down yeah. the ladder. I'm Let's always wanting to climb up that ladder. Let's climb yeah. down the ladder. Let's, Let's hang out down. with Mario and Luigi into the sewers. Let's start going down. Um, Journey. Um, Journey is next at number forty-five. So is it better? It's than actually Journey. funnier to work down because there's like no way I can say that it's better than Journey. Journey was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Journey's like a beautiful game. Beautiful work of art. I mean, honestly, you could probably could talk me into doing Journey dirty right now. Actually, uh, let's see where Journey's at on my list. I don't have it memorized off the top of my head. I think I put Journey. Ah, actually, Journey is number forty-five on both my list and OGA's list. Mm. Kind of funny, actually, that that worked out. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I'm I feel I feel like Journey is is beautiful. It's fun. It's relaxing has a deep message and if yakuza ishin was just a little wilder a little zanier um mm-hmm. a little more like kiwami i would have no problem putting it way i mean yakuza kiwami on our list is like number 17 
Uh, on my list, it's even higher than that. Uh, so, I mean, clearly, I like the series better than There's Journey. There's value there. We just haven't There's tapped value. into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I personally can't put it above Journey. And so, Crystalis mm-hmm. um, is another one that um, is very interesting because you guys played it. It was a recent episode. I right. really loved it. I've started playing it. Um, I've definitely have some appeal to it. There are those bats are broken. Um, those broken bats. I can't put it above Crystallis. I can't put it above Inside because honestly, I like I like I think I like Inside more than you and Matt do. Um, mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with that game. Um, so I can't. Um, working down the ladder doesn't help like a dragon <laughs> at all. <laughs> I can't really speak to Journey to Silius or Journey to Silius is another NES game, and mm-hmm. I feel like the NES. You know, first of all, we haven't played that many NES games. We've only played three. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they've all kind of underperformed where I want them to be um, because I think the NES is great. Um, and I would like to be kind, I would like to spend this episode being nicer to Crystallis and Journey to Silius. However, yeah. once, uh, and Journey to Silius is number 48, I'll, I'll give you inside. I don't really like inside that much and I feel mm-hmm. no need to be nice to it, but we can just do that, can just be a friendly exchange. 49. Is to the moon, yeah. a game that I thought was, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I, I thought it was a was a good idea, but I'm not precious about it now. I'll tell you that much. At this point, I just think it's funny that you have it there when Mario Kart 64, Inscription, and Mass Effect 2 are below it. It's that that part of the ranking blows my mind. How did yeah, well, To the Moon get above those three games? The Moon was like very hard to evaluate, first of all, because it's a very deep story. It's a very real story. Um, it has like real stakes. It's very open hearted and um, it has a depth to it that is beautiful. As a game, I just really didn't care that much for it, but it was very hard to evaluate that. I mean, like to, to, like, to take a story that meaningfully affected me and then just be like, yeah, but the gameplay. It's like, I don't know how to weigh those two things together. I'm very conflicted on it. Um, it's number 40, 49 on our list. On my list, it's 50. So it's about where I think it should be on the list, which means I do like it better than Mario Kart 64 and even Inscription uh, on my list as well. Although, actually, do I? Is that true? I think, yeah, no, that is true. So now we're just at, we're in a zone where I'm like, these these three I'm conflicted, and I could put it... yeah somewhere in here and not feel bad about it i can definitely feel that it's better than max Payne. like now okay we climbed down okay. the ladder yeah, yeah, so yeah. Now we have to climb back up it just a smidge just yeah to yeah better like than max Payne. okay i uh, definitely better than max Payne. um i can't personally say that it's better than mass effect 2 now i haven't beat inscription either i'm slowly playing that game but i know that you guys kind of bounced off it after like retrospection on it um sure but like, I still think that game is pretty great. Um, and then obviously Mar- Mario Kart 64, pretty classic. But I don't have any like, you know, soul to it because I'm a Mario Kart 8 guy, and yeah, I think we all will be forever because it's like right. you know the perfect Mario Kart. So I'm curious about how you feel about it in the Inscription Mass Effect 2 area. Yeah, I think I think I technically like both of these games more. But the one that I'm, it's funny, oddly enough, the one that I'm less certain about is Inscription, uh, which is weird because Inscription is 51, Mass Effect 2 is 52, and I think that I feel more confident putting uh, Like a Dragon Ishin above Inscription 
and kind of having another week where we sort of say, you know, inscription, I just feel like that that story and those game mechanics left me with kind of a weird vibe as in mm. feeling like inscription was a game that was just the most interesting thing to come out in a really dull year. Whereas mm. Like a Dragon Ishin is a good game coming out in the middle of a year that's full of bangers. So yeah. it's not it wouldn't be weird to me if actually the math shakes out where Like a Dragon Ishin is better than something like Inscription because uh, that just wasn't a good year for games, really. Um, 2021 was just not great. So then Inscription kind of climbed up the ranks to win this gold medal, but it was, you know, it was for a contest no one really cared about, or at least I didn't care about, I should say. My problem with Inscription is that if they would just bottle up that first card game into a mm -hmm. game, I could play yeah. it forever. I love yeah, I like it. The I love first moving the game. I love yeah. moving the little map stuff. The second one is is fun too. It kind of has this Pokemon feel, you know, like right. um and whatnot. You know, because it's funny, it's just same like The Witcher, it's not the same, but The Witcher is a I mean, that's one of the that would be in my top ten favorite games of all time, Witcher Three. Um right. and probably not two out of the twenties or thirties would be Witcher Two. Um but Witcher Three, the Gwent game in there. I literally would have days where I'm like, oh, I'm going to play The Witcher. I didn't play The Witcher. I just, just played went Gwent. to a tavern and I played Gwent. <laughs> and I played the hell out of Gwent. I just played over and over and over the, again. You know, and like I even got so, I got so close to what I wanted to buy, like this almost $300 Gwent set from Etsy. It was like someone made all the cards that are only available in the game. So it's not like some like, hey, I'll put this expanded stuff. It's like, no, it's all the decks and all the cards from the game. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's all it is. And it was like $300. I'm like, I want that so bad. I'd blow the heck out of that game. Um, you know, so that's that's my problem with Inscription. It had like that really addicting first zone. And yeah, it's like once you're done, it's kind of over. You, I mean, I would be curious to see how I felt about replaying that game one day. Right. Um, because I did. I mean, I really loved it. It was kind of creepy, the old man and stuff. I, so I haven't got that feeling. I haven't beaten it yet. So I don't know that like, hmm, am I left with some like negative feelings from that third area? I think in this instance, if Mass Effect 2 and Inscription were flipped, I would have yeah. no problem putting it above Inscription. Right. My biggest holdup is Mass Effect 2. Right. Because I think Mass I Effect agree. 2 is fundamentally a way better game than e Me too. Asian. Yeah. I don't know if I would co-sign that it's way better, but I definitely think that it is uh, noticeably better. I mean, on my on on the OGA list, Mass Effect Two is number fifty-two. On my list is number forty-three, so that's quite a bit of a difference. Yeah. Almost ten spots different. Um, kind of where we started. Yeah, <laughs> it is kind of where we started. So I will. I'll say this: we what we know we agree on is it's better than Max Payne at number fifty-three. So why mm -hmm. don't we just let it be? the new number 53 and push Max, Max Payne down. Because I never I have a problem treating Max Payne bad, you know, week to week. I think it's fine. And it would push Grand Theft Auto 3 farther down the list. And there you go. That's also... That's a win. That's a win right there. So I think we've got it, ladies and gentlemen. Number The new number 53 is like a dragon, Ishin. Bam. Popping Bam. it in there. There you go. It was a, it was a 53 week. We now have 80... 80 games ranked on this list. Congratulations. Yeah. You old Big deal. gamer hun bun. Big deal. We've done 80, more than 80 episodes of this show, but, you know, we've got 80 proper games. Someday we'll have every game on the list. I'm very excited for that. Thank you for joining me.
this week's on. This was super fun. Loved it. Yeah, this was fun. I'm glad we could talk about this. I'm glad I got the opportunity to play one of these games um, yeah. and experience it because it did. There wasn't. There's an itch there, and I do mm-hmm. want to scratch it. So it did a good job, I guess, as an entry level thing. You know, kind of come back at the very beginning as an entry thing to say, "Hey, it'll get you into the series." Right. You kind of just want to play a game that's better than it. Yeah, so. yeah. So in a way, maybe the IGN review was right. Maybe this is a great yeah. first Yakuza game. It's just, you know, you don't end up finishing it. You end up just moving on to one of the uh, better, older, and, and cheaper ones, uh, I might add. Uh, yeah. yeah, sometimes a game isn't bad at all, but it's not worth playing in the first year it releases. And I would say that that's kind of how like a Dragon Asian is. This. There's nothing wrong with it. You just don't need to play it right now. You can play it. No. Uh, you can get curious about it around the Steam Winter Sale and pick it up then. It's that type of game. It'd be a perfect $30 experience. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Perfect $30, you know? Yeah. A dinner and a beer. Like, that's what this game... Dinner and a beer. About. It does feel like that. So I was thinking real quick. I actually don't have much time. I'm going to have to run soon um, because it is getting quite late here. But I was wondering... Be careful running. Be careful running. Make sure. Yeah, you I will be careful. Scotch. I will be careful. I'm not <laughs> okay. drinking an entire bottle of scotch. I'm just having a little sip of scotch. We didn't drink the whole time. bottle, okay? Just oh, I had a, oh. more than than I should have. You know what? I'll 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 run with it. You know, I'll just there have it go, P- on the subway. I won't even be the weirdest person um, in New York City today. But not at all. Do you want to announce that we've maybe been working mm. on a little bit of a side project, kind of under the mm. radar? And by working on, I just mean talking about it. Um, but it's going to be a big project. It's not little. Mm-hmm. And I was nope. wondering if you just wanted to tease it here for a little bit. I think we've vaguely teased it before, but I think it'd be fun to really just say, here's what we're doing. It's like 11 deep. And all <laughs> I can say is, Matt, can you please put the intro music for one of the games right here? Yes. Yes. Ooh. Just a little bit. Listen to it. A little bit of that theme you, you comes up. You feel it? Mm. Oh, yes. Yes. Hunter, so, please announce it. So here's, here's what is happening. In 2024 or 2025, we don't know. Presumably, Dragon Quest, what is it, 12 or 13? 12. 12, yeah, 12 will be coming out on consoles and other platforms. So I think that it will be fun if me and Sun, very slowly, not all <laughs> at once, but as, as the months go by and with no release schedule, play through every Dragon Quest game in order, starting with the first and going all the way to 11 uh, in order to prepare properly. We are t- New York is going crazy at yeah, this New- announcement. New York they loves this. New York's like, They're yes, honking. Yes, They're like, yes, 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 yes. This is it. This is what we've been waiting for. But yeah, They're so. Excited. We're excited. We're going to play all of them uh, and we will come on this show. Uh, we're going to call it uh, OGA Side Quests. Um, yes. This will be season one of OGA SideQuest, a bonus show within a show where me and Son play every Dragon Quest and talk about it. It's going to be very it's gonna be fun. so much fun. I've already yes. started. <laughs> yes. Started yeah. too many times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, you, you know, I don't know when, t- I'm not telling you when to expect these things at all, uh, but just know that every once in a while, you're going to get a little a little Dragon Quest extra, a little Dragon Quest bonus. Um, and hopefully it'll time out to where it's like, by the time 12 comes out, we're like ready to hit it. And we are Dragon Quest experts by that level. Yes. I'm excited about that. 
I'm so excited. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's already been a fun adventure. Um, I've t- I've spoken to Hunter about some of the tromps and romps that I've been on, and I'm tromps excited and to, romps. I'm excited to I'm excited to I'm I'm excited to share it with all you dear listeners. Yeah, yeah. So hit us up in the chat uh, if you are also excited. Uh, make sure to follow uh, OGA on all the things you can follow it on, which I, I think is like nothing actually, but you could give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts if you're feeling it. Maybe your your five star re- review could be like, uh, I just like the episodes with Sun Sanders on them. That you could say that presumably five stars only listen to the Sun Sanders episodes, but five stars for those. That'd be funny. That'd the be second great. of the Sanders. You can yeah you can yeah yeah say you enjoy it. Ooh, or you could be non-specific. You could be like, I only like one of those Sanders boys, but Ooh, I don't know which one it is. Yeah, keep Make them the, guessing. the warring between us continue. Ooh, the war, the Sanders war. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm very, They're I'm coming. very excited about that. Yeah, we, we will be transitioning to wrestling soon enough. <laughs> Old Gamer's Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson with music by Knight Corey. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac. All right, there you go. That's there's a cold there open go. for you, Matt. Have, have that cold open. Why don't have you have that one, Matt? <clears throat> while you're listening to this, have a cold one for us. On yeah, us, with us. Hey, Matt, have a cold one. All right, don't put this I, I in the tempted, episode. But yeah, don't put this in the episode. But yeah, you know, actually, I was tempted to drink the same scotch tonight, <laughs> but I was it, like, I just can't even look at it. I've turned the bottle label around. <laughs> uh, is there anything anything secret you want to say to Matt since since? Matt will be editing this in like um like mere minutes after we record it. Matt, sometimes I know that we live so close, and I just wish that I could get more hugs from you. <laughs> Megan, give me all the hugs she wants, but there's nothing quite like a quality friend hug. Yeah, and that is what you do. It's out of some of the best in the world. So I love you, Matt. You know, if I lived by you, I'd be hugging you every day. I'd oh, be double damn it. hugging. We'd be hugging so much. We'd be hugging more than hugging. else hugs. I'd just come I, over. I'd swing by. I'd be like, hey, you want to hug? I'd be like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd you hug just in come the front porch. Just... We'd hug in the lawn. We'd hug in the backyard. We'd hug in the street on the sidewalk. We'd hug in my Prius. Whenever you're giving goodbye hugs, one of the things that I like to do is I'll get in at the top end on the front. Oh. Uh, and then I'll also pretend. And sometimes, you know, we're all forgetful. We're all forgetful people. Sometimes I'll come in on the back end as well. as like, a, oh, and hey, yeah. we haven't hugged yet. And I'll get a double hug that way. Get a oh, double yeah. hug. Yeah, that double hug underrated primo primo double Mm -hmm. hug